Hey everybody, welcome to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with your host, licensed Christian counselors, Dr. Kim and Naomi. Each episode, you will hear the truth of the Word of God in a relaxed, real, and authentic conversation that help you navigate the issues in life and help you stay in the lane God has for you. So grab your coffee and listen to Uncomplicated Truth Talk with Dr. Kim and Naomi. Twenty twenty four. Yeah. Look at it. Right. And actually, um, I was gonna share that little tidbit that I we found on Telegram about twenty twenty four. I don't think we shared this last time. So we've been off for a couple weeks, so I don't even know what this the tidbit might. is. <laughs> okay. Um, remember the um, I took a picture of it. So let me find it because I was not ready. Oh, and you hit the button. And I hit the button. <laughs> um, remember, it says Happy New Year's Eve, everyone. If you add the numbers to. <gasps> yes, yes. If you add the numbers 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 4 equals 8. 8 yeah. is the biblical number representing new beginnings. In 2024, I want to encourage you to surrender all things, people, situations, and circumstances over to the Lord and watch His mighty hand move in your life. Wow. The number eight. Was that from Amir? No, it was someone from ICM. Our college, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, so nice. credits to that person. Right. But, yeah, I didn't know that. Eight yeah. means new beginnings. I love that, yeah. new beginnings. Yeah. So. I love that for the new year, but I like a new year. Yeah. I feel like I could, like, shut the door on the old and... I love like a it's a fresh start. You yeah, like? fresh start, reset. Yeah, new beginning. Right, that's what I feel like. What are some things you're gonna do? Or is anything oh, different? Gosh, I have a list. I don't like resolu- resolutions. Is that oh, what we like do? Oh, like New Year resolutions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like those. Um, but gosh, I have a whole list. I'd have to bring my journal in and. So what um, would what do you call them then? Goals? How is it different than like a resolution? Does a resolution feel a resolution feels a lot? Yes, very much like bondage to me. Yeah, um, and I feel very pressured under that word. Mm. Um, but if I look at my list and I say, okay, these are the things that I would like to accomplish this year. Mm-hmm then, you know, it doesn't feel so constrictive to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, I don't want to be, Yeah, I don't want to be constricted. Yeah, that's true. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, because I'm kind of like that with like, like having planners and I, I can't, I can't attach to them. Like I know you guys are, you do those like you have some yeah but I have things. a I have a problem with that too and I'm trying to like because I even like I said I want a planner okay I want to be the planner girl I do mm-hmm. yeah and I want to be able to stick to it from January to December right that's what I want to do right so I've kind of taken a different perspective on that a little bit I still got a somewhat of a planner so I'm hoping I could 
I don't know. I'm, I'm feeling it out, you know? I never follow through through the whole year with it. Yeah. And I, th I feel like, like, because some of the planners will have like a journal section and a goal section and yeah. important date section and all that stuff. And I start out really good. Yeah. And then I falter and then, and then it, yeah. I feel bad about it. And I'm like, I shouldn't. So I don't even want to like yeah. start that. I thought I was going to use my calendar because, you know, I have to have a calendar. Mm -hmm. You know, I use it on my phone, but I was going to use a calendar in a different way this year and just really. Uh, like how? What do you mean I in a different know. way? Well, you know, because my calendar that I have, I have work and personal on it. Yeah. Um, but then I thought, let me separate the two. Ooh. I don't know no, how that a, is even going to work. That could be a bad idea. That could be a very bad idea. That's not a good idea. And I'm still finding myself <laughs> putting my personal into my business. Well, you kind of should because what if you don't, you overbook yourself What if I don't? Something? Right. <laughs> You're funny. So then what's the use of that calendar there in my no, planner? No, no. So then I take that calendar, that's out of my planner. So right. Now, so now I have like... Just a few other sections in my planner, and I'm wondering, can I even do those? Like, is it even useful? Is it even useful? I'm gonna try. We'll see this time next month if I even have the <laughs> planner thing. Right. Probably not. I don't know. We'll try. I just like to free flow with it. Yeah. <laughs> follow follow the Lord's lead and if that's my personality and it will be binding to me then I'm not even gonna try to do it it's good for other people I'm not dishing it no I know? mean other people but I, I just I can't that's grasp awesome it. I can't I can't I can't hang on to it well I know I definitely have to have a calendar you know, because I well, got to yeah. know when I'm coming and when I'm going and mm -hmm. where I need to be and all that kind of stuff. Now, you know what? I don't know how some people do that and they don't have a calendar. They don't work off a calendar ever. Yeah. Like it's up here in their head. I can't do that. No, I can't no do go. that either. Mm -mm. I cannot do that either. I had a client who did that and I'm like, Okay, now I'm feeling like I'm a fish out of water if yeah. I don't have a calendar. Yeah. Got to have the, I got to know, like, what's my next move? Right. And if it's not on that calendar, it's then not happening. it's not happening. Right. Exactly. So I, we thought we would talk about maybe some things that were, we've started into the new year that were, you know, that are good resources and things that we're enjoying like books that we're reading right now or different devotionals or yeah but can i just stop you for a minute is yes. that a new journal no <laughs> it's actually this is one thing that i want to start and my daughter gifted this to me a while ago and i never picked it up but it's is something this in the lines use. of a planner that no <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> you got it and you didn't ever start it no actually it's called the bible study work book yeah okay. what is that about and um it kind of actually helps you to dive deeper with a format of the scriptures to like really again go deep with your bible 
Okay, so it's a companion to your Bible study. So right now, you know, God had me in um, Joshua, the uh-huh. book of Joshua, uh-huh. and the first few chapters are really good, and uh-huh. it kind of gets into like Leviticus yeah. stuff, and yeah. I'm like, oh, and I wanted to use this companion starting with Joshua, oh. because what it first tells you to do is choose the book of the Bible and read it, f- the whole the whole book, just to get an overview general. And then you go back and there's different sections that you can write down, um, like you're gonna start with um, the author and you talk about the author, who's the author, you know. Oh yeah. You know, and then you talk about the history of the background, the context. And of you write the this stuff down. Yeah, you write it down, the theme of it. Uh-huh. Um, then you can go into like doing um, verse by verse Ooh, scriptures really? of it. So yeah, like you in this section where it talks about the scriptures, you would go over um, words like you could write down words and phrases that stood out in the verse um the theology of it um any connections the summary and how am i going to apply it okay yeah and then there's a little section for your like scribble marks you know that you can write in the contents of it yeah yeah other things other notes yeah but i'm gonna try to follow (sighs) this what is this called naomi (laughs) It's called the Bible Study Workbook. And I'm hoping that, because I, like, we, again, we talk about this Bible we love, the Life, is it, no, it's not Life Applicant, it's Holy Spirit-filled, New Spirit-filled Life Bible. And that thing is so written in. Girl. That I'm like, uh uh-oh. Guess what I I ordered. I don't want to get away from another one. Guess what I ordered. A whole new one? No, I had to order book binding tape for this really yes because i had it in that other yeah um cover uh-huh but it's too hard to get out of my bag and if i set my bible upright oh yeah no you can't do that then that's getting all wonky so down here and then like it's coming apart from oh, the and I'm like, okay, I've got to get some tape or something for this thing. Do they make that? Yeah, they make book binding tape. Oh. So I thought, well, I'll buy a roll of it, and let me see because I do have a spare. I have a, sp- a brand new spare Bible, but I. Isn't there uh, something about a brand new Bible? Well, that, but here's the thing: why I can't get away from it is that it's amazing how. You'll go back and read a scripture, but I like to read my notes and input around that scripture because then I'm like, did I get something new or, yeah. you know, was this the same? And I won't know that if I start a new Bible that don't have my notes in it. And here's what that I That is see. a dilemma. This is what I did for years and years. When I went to a new Bible, I copy all of my notes from the old. I can't believe you did that. I Girl, I would sit for that. hours. I cannot believe you did I that. I don't have that time anymore. No, like what made you think to do that? Well, I had same. time. But what was the point? Was that one falling apart or you just felt like doing that? Well, I didn't just feel like doing that <laughs> because, I mean, it that? takes a lot of time. <laughs> because I was... I had so much writing in that other in another Bible that I wanted I didn't want to forget my notes. Exactly. So you just But I've just got so many notes in this Bible and 
Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to hang maybe tight. This, maybe this will help. The Bible study workbook? Yes, the Bible study workbook. And I'm going to start that. I've already read through Joshua. So um, I'm going to... I'm going to go back. Yeah, it has a section where you you write down the history, the author, the um, the theme of it, and then in the section two, that's where you can go over words and phrases of each verse. So you could you know yeah put verse one, the theology, any connections, and summary and apply. I, like I think that. I would like that. Like, how many books can you put in there? Oh, I don't know. How many how many books to study can you put in there? Do you know? That is a good question, but I don't know. Okay, well, um, I'll have to figure it out. Let's see. I can count real quick. Five, it's not a lot. Yeah? 10, 11. 11 books? First, yeah. Okay. It looks like it. But this looks like in section two, there's a lot more pages. Hmm. Um, okay. But yeah, I think it'll, I'm going to see how I like that. That's one thing I'm uh, going to apply this year in 2024. Right on. Yeah. Do you want me to keep going or you want to throw no, one No, go ahead. Um, what else you got? This, you also, you have a copy of this. I do. This is a devotional. It's a 60-day devotional. It says a 60-day devotional to jumpstart your resilience. And it's called Bounce. And it's by Donna Gibbs. Like the ball, bounce. Yes, bounce. This is an amazing devotional, okay? Because I cannot tell you how many times I was counseling, and then the next morning I'm in my quiet time, and I read a devotional, and it was almost exactly pertaining to really? what I was counseling a client. So I have screenshotted many to multiple clients, Um some the of devotional? these pages, the devotional for that day. Oh, yes. good. But what I like about this and what makes it different um, than other devotionals is it's, um, and I guess there's other devotionals about this, but I feel like because it's written by a counselor. Yeah. Okay, she is a counselor. Yeah. Um, she has on her mind topics that are deep. Uh -huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like, Day one was about normalize the pain. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and some of the quick highlights was, um, unfortunately, due to our attempts to insulate ourselves from pain, we shame ourselves when we experience any kind of distress. This shame causes us to think we are different from everyone else and keeps us stuck in our pain. Mm. So, like, she really kind of hits some deep topics yeah. for like soul searching type yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. So she'll give you a section um, that she writes about the topic, what to ponder, the verse, mm -hmm. and then a prayer. Ooh, I love that. And then she gives you, usually it's about three like, to four questions, mm -hmm. and then make your own prayer. Oh, you write out your own yeah. prayer about it. So um, talks about anxiousness. Um, Ooh, good topics. Uh, let's see, the Lord's steadfast love, um, being connected, walking wounded. Mm. There was one even in here that applied to a client that was talking about um, favoritism. Oh, yeah. We were talking about um, how, uh, sadly, his parents were favored, it showed favoritism to the oldest brother and how... That's damaging. It was. Um, talks about anger, 
false guilt. So Ooh. this is a really good devotional I've had. I might have to bring <clears throat> that out. Yeah, I've had a couple people um, that said they were going to buy it. But yeah. the only place you can find it is AACC. Yeah, AACC.net. Uh huh. Okay. And go to their store. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, and go to their store. And again, it's a blue, a blue book that says Bounce. Nice. I'm really enjoying it. I'm probably a little bit more than halfway through it. Yeah. Already. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So that's a good one. Yeah. And um, the last thing I wanted to share was. This is a book that just got mailed to me randomly. Mm. Okay, and I believe it was from this ministry. Um, the authors is Ed and Lisa Young, mm -hmm. and they own, they're pastors of a church. Mm -hmm. um, They've been around for a long time. Yeah, um, Fellowship Church. I think they're in Texas. Mm. Oh, yeah, Fort Worth, Texas. Mm -hmm. But it was just r randomly mailed to me. I don't know how if they got my name on a list that I'm a counselor. Um, but they probably had, through uh, the conference we went to. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I am. I have never had a book that I read through it and then I'm reading through it again. Oh yeah, like immediately. Uh huh. Like it's not one I'm putting on the shelf and like I'd like to read that again later. No, I read through it so quickly that I normally highlight, write, yeah. answer the questions and things. Um, because it was so good yeah. that I'm like, I need to read this again and really soak it in. That's how I was with... Uh, um, God's Word Heals? Yeah, God's, God's Word, Word Heals. Heals. Yeah. yeah, I. it was just right for me at the time. Mm -hmm. And it was really speaking to my heart. And I'm like, oh, I just... There was something in me. I couldn't put it on the shelf yet. Right. So I felt like, okay, I need to look at this thing again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, um, but it's called A Path Through Pain. A Path Through Pain by Ed and Lisa Young. It says how faith deepens and joy grows through what you would never choose. Wow. Um, and just a little insert, it says, most of us spend our lives attempting to avoid pain at every turn. So when we inevitably experience it, it wreaks havoc over our lives. We begin to question why God allows bad things to happen, wondering if there's a significance in our pain and if God is truly worthy of our trust and actually cares about us. But what I liked about this is they gave some practical steps, uh, and I believe it's four steps to um, journey through pain. Mm. And the first one is admit you cannot process pain on your own. Nope. Don't even try. Don't even try. It won't work. <laughs> right. Number two, believe Jesus is your loving Lord and anchor. Mm -hmm. And that word is so important, your anchor. anchor. Yeah. Um, three is choose him daily to lead you by the hand. Mm. And that one hit home for me because he had recently said, and he's never said this in my whole entire you're walk with him. You're not no, alone? No, I've, he said, follow my lead. Mm-hmm. And... There's different ways that I've heard about being led, meaning mm. um, let the Lord lead you or um, spiritual led. Yeah, spiritual let, let the led. spirit lead. But the way he said it felt so personal mm. this way. Mm -hmm. And it was follow my lead. Mm. And it, it was, uh, 
it felt freeing and safe because yeah. um, I guess it made me think of a, a, a dream, a vision I had actually, it wasn't a dream, where I was sitting on my back porch and doing my quiet time. And I remember walking with Jesus, but here's what was cool is I, you know how you hold on, blind people hold on to yeah. an arm? Yeah, yeah. It was just like that. Mm -hmm. I was holding on as if I was blind. Yeah. And we, but I wasn't blind, but we were walking into this field and all of a sudden there was just flowers and beauty and birds and butterflies and everything that we were walking into. But it just made me think of that vision mm -hmm. um, when he says, follow my lead, that I'm right here. Yeah. I'm right here next to you. All you have to do is follow me. Yeah. Like what I do, what I lead you to, just mm -hmm. follow me. And it takes the pressure off of you that it's not what you have to try to figure out as yeah. the solution yeah, or sure. what you think the answer is is just follow my lead mm -hmm. and so that one really that one really hit home for me um the last one was um i lost my page number four is discover hope and healing in community mm, yeah and again, as a counselor, that is so true because... Yeah, people have to have community. I yes. don't know how people can go through some of the hard things in life and not have people. And there are people out there like that. Yeah, and for it's, sure. It's sad, but I, I've always said, you know, when people are ready to um, leave counseling, I know that they're going to be okay is the three things have to be in place. One is they're in the Word of God. Oh, for sure. Two, they have a good church home. And yeah. three, they have a community. community. Yep. And then I know that they're okay. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they can't, like things don't come up in life and they come back and, you know, to just run things by a counselor. Mm -hmm. But those three things is what's critical. Yeah for them to continue in their path of, yeah. of healing and yeah. to be to have hope and to be successful in it. Yeah. And maybe next week, you know, we talk about we we're just talking about what our next podcast will be, but you know, I think it's it's hard sometimes for people to find community. Mm -hmm. You know, because I mean, I've just seen it just personally with people in my own life and um, sometimes expectations get in the way, you know, of mm -hmm. what that should even look like. Um, but people are sinners. We're all, we all have stuff and we can't, we can't be everything to everybody you know what i mean yeah. and i think sometimes that that really affects people because they want they want people but when they put all their heart out to the people and then people can't do the same and then it gets wonky and that brings up a point like you you have to have community is not one person no it is community is a, a, a group of people because I, again you can't expect if you had no, one person in no. your life to fulfill all of what no. a community has to do right you will 
be highly disappointed because that Always. cannot be on one solid person. You have to have a group is a community. You know, I never saw my mom have friends. Uh, she never had girlfriends. And, and, and growing up, not in Christ, um, I thought that was weird anyway. Mm -hmm. That, you know, friends aren't just for kids. Mm -hmm. I mean, surely adults have to have friends, mm -hmm. and I never seen her have friends. So when I, you know, married and was on my own, that's one of those things I just said, I have to have people. Mm -hmm. And then when I came to Christ, it was like, oh, I really need to have people because yeah. I need direction yeah. here, yeah. and I need, I need to learn from other women like am and, I and you were set apart yeah like you can't just uh like even if you did had associates or people that you thought were your friends they do not become your friends anymore like they're no longer your friends when yeah. you become yeah and it's not that that's your choice or that's what you want it's this that your desires in your heart is going in a different direction absolutely and yeah if they're not in line with your godly yeah godly godly heart um it's it's sometimes time to to find the new godly friends and god will provide that i've seen that over and over but mm -hmm. it's it's amazing to think that we see our kids struggle like you know in high school and even middle yeah. school and all the way in elementary finding good friends yeah that never really goes away i hear adults no. You know, like my brother is struggling. Yeah. And he's in his 40s. So, like, it's really hard to make connections as yeah. an adult. And yeah. it sounds, but that gives me such a compassion for these young kids that when they're, they're in my office and they're like, I don't have anybody. I, yeah. They, they, um, I don't dismiss it because it's hard throughout your whole life to find mm -hmm. good community and trusted good friends. And they're no different than grown adults trying to yeah. make a connection. You and know? God is a God of relationships. He, mm -hmm. he means for us to have community. We're not supposed to be alone. Yeah. We're not supposed to be alone. And so, yeah, it's, um, but you got to first pray about it. Yeah, for sure. Because you, you want you, the right kind mm -hmm. of people in your life. Yeah. Well, let me talk about some other books that yeah. just came out uh, through, the, uh, through the last year or so. Um, the one book that I'm even starting to um, have my premarital couples read is Broken Children, Grown Up Pain. Mm -hmm. um, and that is by Paul Hedstrom. That's such a good book. And yeah. I found out that there is a movie. Really? There is a movie about Paul Hedstrom and his wife. And evidently, he was the verbal and emotional abuser. I do remember reading that. That's why he spent some time in jail. So I'm like... What's the movie called? I think... Um, I'm going to have to look Maybe again, but I think it's Unforgivable. Unforgivable or Unforgiven. But John Ritter, do you even know who he is? I think so. He was uh, the guy on Three's Company back in the 70s, yes. 80s. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays Paul Hedstrom. Okay, yeah, it is called Unforgivable, and it was um, made in 1996. Okay, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to watch that. Yeah, 
unforgivable. It's based but, on a true story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This book is really, really good. I think everybody needs to it read this amazing. book. It's very, very good resource. Yeah. Here's another book I bought. I have not started, but it's all um, a part of the Code series. Um, remember, there's Jesus Code, Nehemiah Code, Nehemiah Code, James Code, mm -hmm. Bible Code. Well, he came out with a new one. It's called The Connection Code, and it's mm -hmm. about relationships and having wow. relationships in your life. Neat. Now, yeah. speaking of that, like the, the Nehemiah Code actually is about new beginnings. Just yes. Just throw that in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And that is... That's excellent. That book, I, I mean, that's close to my heart. I love that book. That is a really good yeah. one. Yeah. The Connection Code is by O.S. Hawkins. Hmm. Um, a book I'm reading now is called The Anointing by R.T. Kindle. Hmm. Um, and I also started a book called Anointing, and that's by Smith Wigglesworth. Oh, both very good authors. Yeah, really good mm -hmm. for sure. Um, Another book I read this year, um, just because I wanted to read it for counseling purposes, was uh, David E. Clark's Enough is Enough. talks about narcissistic relationships and uh, when somebody is married into uh, a narcissistic relationship with a spouse mm. and how to get out of that biblically. Mm. Yeah. Because some of those relationships can be whew, really, very really challenging. Yeah, very challenging. Mm -hmm. And not healthy, extremely toxic. Yeah, abusive. So, yeah. Um, a devotional I started was by Charles Stanley called uh, Trusting God. That's a pretty good, pretty good devotional. Mm. I like that. But I'm just going to quickly, because we're almost out of time, just mm. run through a couple of books. Um, I read Pigs in the Parlor. It's about spiritual warfare. It's an old book. It's by um, a guy by the last name of Hammond. Hmm. That's a really good book. Um, and did we read these books this year by Derek Prince? Um, or maybe we, maybe it was last year we read Bought with Blood yes. and then Applying the Blood. Yes, you read those last year. I didn't okay. read Apply the Blood. Okay, yeah, Applying the Blood, both books. Oh my goodness, so yeah. good. Um, did you ever read that small booklet by uh, Rick Renner, Spiritual Weapons to Defeat the Enemy? Yes. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. a good one. Yeah. Very good. Um, dealing with the Crazy Makers in Your Life. Oh yeah, that's good. I read that's that. That's always a good book. Mm -hmm. That's David Hawkins. Um, Two other books that, uh, these are older books, but they're really good. I thought, well, I'll just mention this for the beginning of the year. Healing is a Choice by Stephen Arterburn and How People Grow by Cloud and Townsend. Mm. Yeah, those are old books I read years ago. Wow. Yeah. Some good stuff. I know. Yeah, so everybody needs to get a, <sighs> a good book, a good devotional start the year off oh one thing i did want to just uh say after you know we mentioned all these books but i had it written down now i don't see it but um don't forsake your bible 
yeah. You got to have sure. a good Bible. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, because what I'm doing. Oh, here it is. Is as I'm rereading this book, um, A Path Through Pain, is I'm, I'm looking up the scriptures. Yeah. And making my own notation next to it um, that's a little bit more detailed than what they quoted of uh-huh. the verse. So. Yeah. yeah, you gotta have a good Bible, and we always say the uh, Spirit Fill Life Bible. The newest edition is the third edition. Mm-hmm. You've got the two, but mm-hmm. they're both good. Mm-hmm. And one thing I am using, kind of as a devotional, is the One Year Bible, because it gives you Old New Testament Psalms, Proverbs, and it's mm. like a twenty-minute reading mm. for the day. Nice. So. There you have it. All right. That's what we're doing. Hey, Happy New Year. Yeah. All right. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining Dr. Kim and Naomi on Uncomplicated True Talk. We hope you have enjoyed this episode. For any comments or questions, please feel free to contact them at askthecounselors at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Uncomplicated Truth Talk.